0: Hi, and welcome back to the igniting consciousness podcast i'm excited for you to tune into this episode where i have a conversation with michelle who is a health coach and private chef wellness advocate and raw food enthusiast she's also i have to mention a 5-1 emotional manifesting generator in human design i definitely inject some conversations and pieces about her design and how it just totally lines up with what she's doing and how her journey has been finding her way back to health by engaging in a plant-based lifestyle. We discuss the differences between being a junk food vegan versus clean vegan and raw vegan. We debunk misconceptions around the timing to prepare the raw vegan foods. And we debunk concepts around protein and fats and eggs and talk about the lightness of consuming these high frequency light photonic foods and that are also hydrating versus the standard American diet of eating dead and heavy foods. So we go into Michelle's journey of how she found her way there and how she's become the health coach that she is today. We even talk a little bit about releasing trapped emotions by way of using other beautiful shamanic like frequency and crystal healing practices, honoring your journey and your healing time and how you do not have to compromise on flavor or beauty to have plant-based foods. Like it can be fun and it can be beautiful and you can share it with your friends and your family and just keep it simple. We even talk about bowel movements in this episode. So we go into it all. Be sure to share this with your friends or loved ones or anybody else that you know that want to know a little bit more about plant-based living and the lifestyle and how you too can have the healthful benefits of going plant-based. Enjoy! hello everybody it's dr natalie horine here and as i mentioned i'm going live with michelle deborah as she's labeled with instagram all of those of you that already follow her know about her she is raw vegan high raw vegan makes beautiful amazing dishes that i am just so inspired by but what i'm more inspired by is her story what got her there um, of course weight loss and all these amazing other things that happen along the way but more importantly her health that has transformed. So I'm so excited to welcome her on. I'm going to go ahead and give a little intro for her before she comes on here because she is a health coach, private chef and what's so incredible is I was actually in the area of where she does her, uh, her her creations and was really hoping that we'd be able to catch each other like face to face. But what's great is we're able to do the live now. Uh, such a small world, right? So she's a private chef, wellness advocate, and raw food enthusiast who transformed her health through plant-based food and is on a mission to help others do the same as I am as well. So let's join together. Michelle, let's bring you on. Come on in here. Let's see if... I- she joined in um before she joined in on the live right here let's see if i can get you on hey. live oh here we go let's do it there she is uh, as i was just saying that um i was sharing with you how i end up going from keto to plant-based raw I actually juice first I did a juice piece which is a whole nother conversation I'm sure we can get into that because I know you juice often I know I see that Nama J2 yes. juicer that you got there which uh we'll probably need to go into like cleaning it for some reason I can't keep like yeah. water stains off of mine but we'll get there later. um either way Um, How I got into it, for those of you that don't know, for me, I was uh, keto before I was pregnant with my daughter. When I was pregnant with my daughter, I totally received downloads and transmissions of her soul telling me that I needed to change what I was doing, and I needed to consume high-frequency foods, which meant that I needed to eat foods from Mother Earth, from Gaia, which meant herbs, plants, fruits, vegetables, right, and all the goodies there, and then I just started going down the rabbit hole from there to... Anthony Williams, the medical medium, and then moved into John Rose, and then went through the School of Detoxification with Dr. Robert Morris, as I'm sure you've probably been inspired and empowered by him as well, as a lot of us have. And now I consider myself a high raw, raw foodie. Now, the thing is, is I don't make beautiful dishes like what you make. <laughs> so I definitely want to go on to that. But let's just start. Michelle, welcome and
1: how thank you, thank you so show? much for having me. I'm really excited to dive into all of this because there's so much that we could talk about here. I started mostly as a plant-based vegan, and it was from a documentary I'm sure a lot of people have heard of, Forks Over Knives. And at the same time, probably around that same month, I was, I was in my senior year of college, and I was home on Christmas break. I was sitting in my you know my aunt's living room, and we were just watching a documentary. And I was like, wow, this makes sense for me for longevity. And then also, my other aunt had introduced me to Dr. Morse right around the same time. And I was watching his videos. And I was like, he was like, you know, all you need to eat is fruit and all these things. And I was in a health degree. And I was like, that's the biggest load of BS I've ever heard. And I went onto his YouTube page and I started watching the first video. And then I watched another one and then i watched another one and then i watched another one and i was it felt to me like i was hearing truth for the first time it really did feel like i was mm-hmm. had been told a lie throughout my entire life on like what the reality is <laughs> what food is.
0: as we all have we've all been conditioned and programmed to think that yeah. we need to be eating flesh if, and it's
1: up where you get your protein mm-hmm.
0: And I just want to share with you listening to Robert Morris' stuff. It videos not.
1: are not short. And <laughs> so. Between his videos and the documentary I watched, I think that was all kind of swarming around at the same time. So I went plant based, but it was very, you know, vegan junk food can be very, you know, high oils and stuff. But my journey started out very whole foods based because of the Dr. Morris influence and the raw influence in that. And, um and but I was just typically, like, a plant-based, you know, cooked food with a lot of raw. I tried to be high raw. I was living in the cold. It was freezing, you know. I ate a lot of, like, apples and nut butters and veganaise and, like, cooked oils and things like that. So, for a very long time, I got... Really well, like I, I didn't even realize that I had all these health issues at the time of my in in my health degree. I had asthma, I had skin histamine issues, I had uh, like just insane inflammatory responses to dairy and gluten, and I had no idea, you know, eggs, those things. I, um, I also.
0: When you say skin
1: histamine, if you don't mind sharing with, like,
0: what that means for some I can't, people,
1: yeah, is like, yeah. There, this is the only name I've been able to describe it, but what would happen is, you know, if I had an itch, you know, if I would just scratch it, it would welt up, like, all across my whole arm or my whole leg, and it was just like, people were like, have you just been bitten by ants? And I would be like, no, my body just does that sometimes. Uh, it was just this inflammatory all-the-time thing, and we always thought maybe you have a food allergy, but I would say, I don't know what I've eaten today. Like, all I've had is coffee. How could I be responding to some, and I had cream in my coffee, and I just never connected the two. That cream just that pushed my inflammatory response over the edge that day, and that's what did it that day.
0: Yes, and let alone coffee. I mean, that's another thing. People are yeah. so addicted to the caffeine, yeah. so we'll,
1: we'll keep yeah. there, too. I was very point. there. Uh, ate a lot of plant-based foods, healed all those things. Then I started gaining a lot of weight, um, you know, sluggish liver from the oils, from the heavier fats, from living in a cold climate where I just wanted to eat, like, warm, like, heavy foods all the time. And i started eating junk food vegan i started going out to the bars and i drank a lot of beer and i drank a lot of wine and i ate a lot of chocolate and i ate a lot of vegan and i ate a lot of you know of beyond burgers um, they're all vegan, oh, they're all oh, vegan right and i was just allowing these little right? permission things into my life and i put on a lot of weight and then it When I moved to Florida, I, you know, I started, I took Dr. Morse's um, iridology uh, classes that year. I had already taken his, the previous years, but I had never really gone fully raw or anything like that. But this is the last one I took. It was his last live class. It was 2019. I took his class. And from then on, I was raw vegan about 95% for three years and lost 30 pounds on the herbs And on the, um, just the plant-based, low-fat, raw living diet. And then was able to teach people how to do it. You know, it really is about cleaning out your liver, like Anthony Williams says. I incorporated a lot of celery juice into that, too. Um, A lot of Anthony Williams was being introduced into my life at that time. And doing low-fat, you know, low-fat, even low-fat cooked vegan is much more healing than a high-fat really raw diet because if you start adding in tons of nuts and mm-hmm. seeds and avocados and um well what else you know you
0: well and if already said it it's like it's bad oils it's like canola oils vegetable oils and all of these other things that they put in the junk food i love that you're emphasizing like junk food vegan because when you say vegan of course it's like as it has a whole nother connotation. It's like, yes, you can do it for reasons, of course, not wanting to consume animal flesh. But then there's reasons of, like, and so for those reasons, but there's also the reasons of, like, what it does to your body and recognizing that. So, of course, you know, mainstream is like, okay, well, we'll make these fake burgers for you that you don't know what the heck, all this process, process, GMO, process stuff, is in it? I mean,
1: crazy. GMO.
0: My gosh. Um so so yeah so like and then it's anytime like we're trying even in the gluten-free world anytime you're trying to recreate something that that like like in this case with vegan it's like i'm trying to recreate Mm -hmm. like an animal flesh patty then like and then but like is the processed stuff better than than that i mean you you know what i mean like it just and like you said there's all these other like uh horrible oils that are in there which i actually realized that not that I'm gonna I'm not gonna go back to animal meat or anything like that, but the oils, I'm really sensitive to those oils, which is what everything gets fried in. You know, most of the time people are not frying mm-hmm. stuff in like better oils, if you were to say better oils, you know. So it but go on from there. I just want to yeah,
1: it. I I had a friend that was a chef for one of the highest like the highest end restaurant in North Carolina that you can get. And he was like, We get all this farm fresh produce straight from the farms it's the highest quality produce and he was like and it kills me because we fry it in vegetable oil and so even most high quality restaurants where you're spending between 50 and 100 dollars per meal per plate those restaurants are still not choosing a high quality oil so why would you know your chinese restaurant down the street do that why would the mexican restaurant do that why would a fast food restaurant do that? No restaurants are using good oils. Like, you want to do, like, because low, like, I like, you know, steamed options at restaurants. You don't want to definitely not do anything fried um, restaurants. Right. Just that, oh that alone made me wake up and realize, like, if that restaurant isn't doing it, <laughs> nobody is.
0: Yeah. for a high-end one like that so i'm glad you brought that up because again there's a distinct difference between doing junk food vegan versus actually going clean vegan and then like raw food vegan is like next next level right so so, it's interesting that you shared that you noticed, like, so you went plant based. So, I like mm-hmm. saying plant based too for the reasons like now. I mean, I care for my fellow like mammals and everything else and not doing any harm to them, but I like saying plant based because it just takes away this like weird stigma that people mm-hmm. have, like, oh, you're one of those people, you know? um But you actually noticed that because you went junk food vegan, that you actually started gaining weight mm-hmm. when you were going more plant based. So, what was the shift? for you from that mm-hmm. to going more raw than the what was like what was awful like the
1: moment was you? really interesting um it was at Dr. Morse's class and at the time I was still drinking a lot of coffee I was still drinking wine I was still doing like you know the cooked a lot of cooked vegan you know I hadn't really been like oh I'm going to do more raw but that is the class that I just didn't drink any caffeine during the class Um, And then I had a crystal healing session, which I know seems totally weird, but I had this, like, crystal healing, vocal healing for anybody that's interested in this technique by one of the shamans there. And um, we didn't even work work on anything related to diet or anything like that. We just worked on, like, some blockages, you, you know, blocked chakras. I mean, who knows what.
0: Emotional, um, emotional blocks. We have emotional exactly. trauma trapped in our body. And, yeah. Oh yeah. Great, by
1: the way. <laughs> great. Um and from that moment on, I was able to completely cut out caffeine and alcohol. And I have a hard kombucha here and there um since then, but I have never been able to like completely break free. And and even starting in the raw the raw world. I had never been able to cut out coffee for more than two weeks prior to that, even with trying and trying and trying. And so really something shifted from that point on, just being able to free myself. Plus, I was in a warmer climate. Um, I don't even miss having, like, a warm drink in the mornings anymore. You know how people sometimes have to substitute, like, let me just have tea or, you know, I don't have no desire for coffee. I can take a sip of coffee and be like, no, thanks, not for me. There's just, like, not even a draw whatsoever. So um, that's what really shifted it for me was I was, you know, even as I was making all these, like, high raw changes as a plant-based vegan, I was like, why am I still, like, eating all these alkaline foods and I'm ingesting all these acidic liquids? Like, I can't break free of the wine and the coffee every day. And uh, that was really a turning point for me was that session. That's what really... um Transition. So it was a healing session. It was. Sound bath. Um. It was a crystal healing session that was um, a vocal. It was a vocal technique. It's a. It's a type of crystal, and it just is a chakra. Chakra cleansing, I guess.
0: I am all about the crystals, by the way, like the people that like listening, like we're all about the crystals we are all about sound healing, frequency healing, of course, heart brain coherence, like that's a whole nother level there, you know, what the mind can, can can create and believe then that's your that's what your reality can be. So we want to match the heart and the brain together to come into coherence. So But yeah, but utilizing crystals to vibrate those emotions out because we get trapped emotions in our body, which chiropractically, we help release that for people because we're working with the nervous system right through the chakras, right? Uh, That's one way to release it. But I just love that you're talking about that because there are so many beautiful modalities out there. So Mm -hmm. you cleared out those emotional traumas and look Mm -hmm. how those were toxic in your body. They were trapping you and limiting you, putting you in a box, right, to you thinking Mm -hmm. you you needed caffeine, you needed, like, the, we're just going to stick to caffeine right now. It's not like, oh, but that you needed these things to function, okay. to have energy, right? And we all just kind of like, it's normal. Everyone else is drinking energy. I see a bunch of hearts flashing on here, right? Yeah. Um, and, and people, like, needing energy, so they're, like, doing that, let alone the five-hour energies and all the other ridiculous stuff. We're just talking about, like, coffees and, or people that just need their alcohol just to relax because they don't know how to relax otherwise, right? Right. We release the emotions and then now you were able to like see more clearly. It's like the veil up up for you, right? For you to be like, wait, I don't want to be putting these acidic things because they are and people don't know like Mm -hmm. all these things. It's altering your brain, of course, but like acidic in the body and learning from Dr. Robert Morris, you know, it's like we keep a basic chemistry. It's either alkaline or it's basic, alkaline or it's acids and acids burn. Do you want to keep putting acids inside of your body? Um, so you like yeah. you had that veil opened up and, you're, and you kind of just went full-fledged from there, huh? And I'll share with your human design, um, I'm not going to go too far into it, but just a little bit. Like you said that you notice when you move from like a colder climate to a warmer climate being in Florida – and that is totally part of your human design it literally says the best way for you to digest and that doesn't just mean digest food it also means digesting information for you to be able to consume your creative for you to get energy not only nourishingly through the food you're putting in your body but also through the information and people you surround yourself with it's best wow. for you to be in a warm, a warm climate it's best for you to be in sunshine like when you're eating your food or whatever it's best for you to be eating mm-hmm. your food when the sun is out when the sun Goes down. It's a good time to like kind of be down at that time. So it's just like natural. I'm like, oh my gosh, look at that. Of course, she's in Florida yeah. and she like feels better. She wants to eat the nourishing, high vibrational foods while the sunlight is yeah. out. Because I say that all the time. I crazy.
1: say I'm solar powered. You know, and I was living in a very dark, overcast, damp environment in Boone, North Carolina. And I was like, this, time? you know, the sun would the sun would come out for three months, and I would just be beginning to, like, open up, and then, boom, the uh, autumn would hit, and then the rains and the cold and the overcast, and I'd be like, wah, <laughs> and I sleep, oh, my
0: gosh, Oh my gosh. And that also describes um, another part of human design is the PHS system, which is primary health system. Another part of like, that has to do with like, what's the best way for you to digest information and food? What's the best environment for you to be in? And your environment is, it's, it's considered dry kitchen. It's not saying you should only be in a kitchen, but it's like, what does a kitchen do? It brings about ingredients and molding together ingredients to have creation, which is what you're, you're like you're creating okay. in the kitchen all the time and a dry kitchen is best for you because dry is more sterile. When you think damp, you think there's a lot of bugs and mold and, you know, stuff can grow in a damp environment, but more dry kitchen, meaning that it's more, I don't want to say sterile, but it's like not as much as it's going to like, it, it matters. You being very specific with where you're receiving information, not only for the creation of food and everything like that, but also like you would enjoy, it's good for you to be out in public and be around a lot of people but not like masses and gobs of people. Like it needs to be a little more sterile than like too many people coming together and being crowded and stuff, if that makes sense. So that's another really cool perspective. When you said like damp environment of North Carolina, I'm like, Oh, of course she was like dry kitchen. So it's great for you to go to places and it's best for like, you will feel the most alive when you're in places where people are coming together or you can watch and observe other people don't have to be right up in it but watch and observe people to gather information because you're also a big researcher at heart like you love diving deep into things and reading all the reviews like doing all the studying with robert morris because you have a one in your profile so for people that know human design you're a manifesting generator with a five one profile The five and the one part of the profile is like the very big pieces of your personality that I mean, we're, we you know we have all facets of personality, but the one part of your personality which is more of like the subconscious part, where anybody who knows Michelle is going to be like, oh, that is so her, and that's the fact that you dive deep into things. You you are a total researcher, and you will read about it, learn about it, and not, But the only caveat is that you can never learn too much. <laughs> you're like it'll never be enough. You're like I just need to know more. I just need to go deeper into this. Or you're the person that. Um, when you go see a movie, you kind of want to watch all the reviews to know if you actually want to go sit for that movie yeah. <laughs> and you want to go watch it or a concert or whatever it is. And the five part of your profile, I'll just talk about this part, is that you are a universalizer. I share this with you. I have a five in my profile as well where when anything that you go through experiences that you have things that you've learned, you want to like digest it, make sense of it, and then share it with the world around you. Just like you want to share the world of like raw food eating and plant-based eating and how that can transform people's lives. In fact, you're coaching to help universalize that make it, you know, make it easier for people because you've been there, done that. You've been there, experienced that and you want to be able to share that. So it is so important for you to keep satisfying both parts of that personality sharing, doing exactly what you're doing, but make sure you spend that time to do your research because it feels good for you to, like, like it juices you up to, like, dive deep. I've been
1: reading nutrition books since I was 18, just being, like, you know, they they transitioned from first, they were just, like, vitamin books, you know, like, all about the different vitamins that we need to then finding, like, my first raw vegan, I think it was called the Raw Vegan Detox Diet, and I was like, wow, this is really good, and then you know, all these other interesting books, and then they're just books on juicing vegetables and books on different recipes. And um, I have a whole bookshelf, and it's all like raw veganism, finances, and spirituality. And it's like, and, and I didn't think I was a reader until I really found things that I would dive into and be very interested in. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I actually love to read. It just has to be a topic that I want to hear about and that for me was nutrition and it hasn't i mean it's been 13 years now and here i am still loving it still buying every book i can find on it
0: i am so with you on that and how you know it's an alignment for you is like you have an emotional authority which i share that as well i call myself emo because um you need to trust like don't make any major, major, like when you moved and we'll see when you make any major decisions, don't make the decision on the high and also don't make the decision on the low. You have to like, literally when you say, let me sleep on that or let me get back to you, you truly mean that because you need to ride out that emotional wave. because you know, we're, like if you say yes to it, then you might wake up the next day and be like, what the heck did I just do? You know what I mean? So ride out that emotional wave. wait to a neutral point, And if you're still like, that feels pretty yeah. good, then you're going mm-hmm. after it. So, so definitely ride out that emotional wave, and that does mean it usually takes a little bit longer. We'll be there's. We all have friends or family members that like really seem to be really good at making decisions right like that. It's not the best thing for us to make decisions like right away. It's good for us to mm-hmm. kind of just like ride it out a little bit, you know, from sleep on, it, get back to people on it. So, just just giving you that tidbit too, awesome. uh, especially with like big moves or changing jobs. Which, as a manifesting generator, you have. Abundant energy. So you should have abundant energy. So if you don't, then it's like, okay, what am I doing that's not in alignment with me? What what am I still doing that I need to just let go of? What did I just say yes to and I really don't uh-huh. want to be doing right now? Um, and you'll know because you'll get really frustrated. If you find yourself getting frustrated, which is what we call your not self-theme, then you're like okay inventory why am i frustrated right now am i not okay with how that situation was handled did i just get involved in something that i don't want to be part of or did i like say yes to something and it, i wrote out my course with it and now i need to be done with it and guess what you can be done because we live in a world thinking like you've got to see everything to completion you know and as a manifesting generator you're really good at like shortcuts you really good at juggling multiple things at the same time and then having that five in your profile people like to like like they put expectations on you because you're so good at digesting information and sharing it with people that people think they know who you are and they think they know exactly how you run and you're like yeah i am that but i'm also this too and i'm also really good at like you said spirituality you're reading about nutrition and everything else like Everything that feels good, check in with your emotional authority, as we say. Like, how is it feeling? Is it feeling good? If I'm getting frustrated, do I need to pivot? You know, whether it's relationships, experiences, work, pleasure, whatever. Right? Um, yeah. So let's get back to it. Okay, I just get too excited talking about like talking about human design because I wanted to share some of that in there as you were sharing this evolution for you. Mm -hmm. So currently.
1: Currently, what all Currently, are you Currently, I am... Because
0: you're a chef. So let's talk yeah. about, like, the food that you prepare. Like, those that follow you on Instagram, oh, my gosh, these amazing, beautiful dishes. How did this transpire? How did you start realizing your passion for your... The I'm so glad you asked.
1: The I feel like when I first went plant-based, I had to relearn how to cook because every... Everything was, like, you know, if you're not using too much bread anymore, if you're not you just using things, like, we don't realize that everything we make is just, like, pieced together things that somebody else has already made for us. When you're doing meat or when you're adding bread or cheese, it's, like, no, it's already been made. We're not making it from scratch. Like, cheese is not a from scratch item. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just buying that off the shelf. Or bread. So I just was, like, okay, let me make everything from scratch. You know, it really just started from the bottom-up, figuring out all the recipes. And a little piece of that is I worked for a, a very, very high-end spa called West Glow Resort and Spa. And um, we served a four-course lunch every day. And so for four years, I watched these amazing four-course lunches being prepared by a variety of different chefs. I learned so many different decorating techniques and presentation techniques, and I got really into food photography. And really into deciding, like, okay, if this is delicious, that needs to translate to the person that is looking at the picture as well. So I need to present it in a way that they would also see that it's delicious. Even if it's delicious, if I just slop it on a plate, it's not going to look pretty. So um, that really got me started into learning about how to make the food present really well and the food look really beautiful. <laughs> My cat is in the front. Of- and, Hi, <laughs> She's like, I feel the good energy now. I need to be. And gorgeous. then um, I started making cheesecakes and like raw, some raw vegan t- treats for a raw vegan uh, juice bar in my city in North Carolina. And so I just kind of learned the whole side of making things also present well enough to sell. And then I moved, moved and I took a break from that. I it was about three years. That I just didn't make anything for anyone. But um, when I left my last job, I decided I'm not going to apply for another job. I'm going to make it work on my own because I have all these things, all these ideas that are going to take my full-time energy and awareness and work to get done. And I'm not having the time on the weekends when I'm exhausted and having to, um, you know, catch up on errands and do laundry and do cooking and do all these other things, you know, for my work week. I'm not having the time, so I'm gonna dive in, not look for another job. And I started making, you know, I, my first ebook was my first raw vegan ebook was just I was like I have a you know 100 recipes or so. It might have been 140. I don't remember. It was over 100 recipes that were my favorite raw vegan recipes. And I was like, I'm just gonna put these all into an ebook the ones i don't have pictures of already i'll just remake those recipes take pictures of them and put them together in ebook and that will be my first ebook and that will be my first sale and i'll and then i just decided to divide those up into um, sections because it became a very long ebook it was like over 200 pages and i was like i'm going to divide this up into desserts and and then juices and smoothies and then salads and dressings and then lunches snacks and dinners and and i'll give one of the books away for free and just start building an email list you know because i was like okay let me just try all these different ways to like build an email list and get out online and all of that so
0: i'm impressed that you just went ahead and did that i mean like making i mean like i mean did you of course i'm like wanting to know like did you go on canva and you created all the designs on canva and then like Put the beautiful pictures because you said look of course typical manifesting generator you're like so i worked in this kitchen i learned about all the beauty of the foods and everything and the presentation of it i became a food photographer which is exactly what you right. want for an ebook but showing you the beauty of the food that you create
1: <laughs> and there, then so that book uh, that book did really well i was like okay I, now i finally have this like solid intellectual property that i can resale at any time I can also give it as a gift or, you know, to any retreat guest, it can be a high value item that I can give to people that they gain a lot of value from. And then I wrote a meal plan that goes along with that. So people were asking, you know, how do I, like, how do I be raw? And I was like, well, you know, you need like a structure, like um, shopping lists and like what to make each day and that kind of thing. So I put all that into a, an ebook that kind of just, went alongside all of that and I sold that all as kind of a bundle. And then I made my next ebook. As soon as I finished that one, everyone was like, well, how do you stay around in the wintertime? How do you stay around in the wintertime? And I was like, I started working on my um winter warming foods ebook. And that one was 40 different recipes of all these really awesome warming foods that take more dehydrator time. And they you know, they're served warm and they're very cozy and they're more heavy and either that or they're very holiday themed like caramel pecan or like caramel covered apples, um, or pumpkin pie or apple pie, um, stuffing, uh, <laughs> stuffing. what do you use? What,
0: like, I'm just like literally for people cause you're given all these things and I'm like, I've, I've, I've actually got the raw or i've got the bundle that was back in november so i got ah. the bundle, so yours and like many other people's are in there um which i saw i've kind of gone through some of them but i'm always looking at your instagram page and i'm like oh my gosh yeah. it looks amazing how do you find the time to do this i mean i mean i know mm-hmm. this is what you do you love it but i'm just like okay so maybe we'll get there like how can we translate this into like you know, Mm -hmm. me with a a little one that I like, i sure I can clean off some grapes and give her grapes and give her cucumbers and all these other things. But like, I want to have my like raw food pizzas and stuff, but now I've got a plan ahead of time, like to get my, you know, my crust for eight hours and the dehydrator. So I I definitely want to go there because I don't want, pe- I want, I want this to be very, and I'm sure you as a health coach, you want it to be very approachable for people like this can be done. You don't mm-hmm. have to make it complex. It's really nice mm-hmm. to be able to right because that way you can switch it up. Cause then people are like, mm-hmm. you're just having salads every day. And it's like, it's all about the dressing. It's all about the texture. It's all about the different things that mm-hmm. you're putting in your salads mm-hmm. and the colors. Right. So make it not hard, which anything in the beginning it is going yeah. to be hard because it's different, yeah. right? So let's kind of, like, if you can kind of just, like, segue a little bit and share, you know, knowing that, like, you came from the world of, like, being really interested in all these creations, but then also, like, realistically, like, you're going to get hungry at some point. And if you didn't, like, plan ahead of time, how, how did you yeah. kind of work that
1: um, out? I think it's really important for people. I do eat very simply. So I eat more cooked food now. When I was mostly raw vegan, it would be like, you know, start off with smoothies in the morning. I always made probably half a gallon of smoothies, between one and 32 ounces to 64 ounces. And then for lunch, I would always just do like a mono meal of fruit, whether that was a whole pineapple or 10 oranges or seven bananas or... Um, and it was always fruit. It wasn't just vegetables because you're not going to get the calories that you need to sustain yourself throughout the day. So if you're going to eat celery, like do celery and dates, you know, have enough calories in your lunches and then or do another smoothie. And so it's super simple. So then you're just worrying about dinner. And then for dinner, um, a great technique I have is ever since college and I still do this, I have a planner and I write down like maybe five or six different dinner ideas and those aren't necessarily like five or six because one of those meals throughout the week is always going to end up being leftovers at least most likely two of those meals are always going to be leftovers so um with that being said if you're like okay i really want friday night pizza night well then on third you know not only do you know exactly what you're going to be shopping for because you've written down like seven ideas it's all in advance you're not hungry while you're doing it Because you're, you know, because you've, you know, you might have just had a meal and you're just like, it's all like logical brain. Let me just write down the ingredients that are in these recipes that I don't have in my kitchen right now. And then when you you do your shopping day, go shopping once a week and just make it on a Saturday or on a Sunday or on a Monday or whatever day that you can just be like, I have the most time, you know, you shop once a week, you get everything that you need and then everything is within access. You don't shop hungry you always eat something before you go to shopping or else you'll be grabbed.
0: <laughs> that is important because then you'll grab us you'll grab a bag you'll grab a package or something like that. or you can grab you know grapes and yeah. then you want to wash them or whatever but unless you're in florida you get so many amazing fruits so for people that are in colder climates you know like you don't yeah. have the tropical fruit available for you all the time i mean you, you can't have it but they're not ripe, you know and that's a whole nother conversation yeah. on ripe fruits and like those that are picked too soon because mm-hmm. we're trying to send them all over the place
1: um other so the, would, you then add I would for i guess for carrying on for dinner then you know you if it is like a pizza you can just be like oh, okay i'm gonna while i'm making my dinner for thursday night i'm gonna go ahead and like blend up the crust and just stick it in the dehydrator takes maybe five minutes to blend it. And then dehydrator time, it's really just the planning of dehydrator time that takes the most time. Planning because the dehydrator time, you're not really working the whole time. It's just sitting there. So oftentimes, as far as time goes, eating raw vegan actually takes less time to prep because you're not cooking and you don't have to stand over a stove and heat it up the whole time. You've just stuck it in a dehydrator or you just chopped your salad and then you can eat it immediately because it's made. So I find that right. prepping raw foods and eating it is much faster, but it's the planning that people kind of fall off the wagon with. So I just incorporate, like, have a planner. I write it, my meals down right where I write down my appointments and my activities for the day, whatever I need to remember to do. Um, that's a big skill. <laughs> that's a big uh,
0: I love that you say that. And again, that is another part of your design, (laughs) but like you are a person that like, it is so important to live by your planner. Um, I say live by Mm -hmm. loosely, Mm -hmm. but live by your planner so that we yes, for, for meal planning, for what you're doing for the day. Like, it's like, it matters more about the timing of whenever you're doing it versus exactly what you're doing. So, so that's like really cool to hear you say, I, you know, I've always like done it by my planner and, and I'm like, yeah, cause that is the best for you. But yeah. And this because I love that you're sharing that because I have other people that have gone through, um, you know, through, through going, actually juicing, doing an extended juice fast for an extended period of time, um, which we'll get, I want to get into that here a little bit too, but do an extended juice fast. And then it's kind of natural. Like when you're doing the juice fast, like, you're so focused on that, and then all like the cleansing and the clearing that's going on with that, and also mm-hmm. the emotional responses that come up from that. Of course, like histamine reactions, anything that we're chock full of, like all that's going to start to come out. And you know, it's part of the normal healing process that we what well, we call it retracing in chiropractic, but it's also like the the healing crisis according to Doctor Morse's like languaging and everything, but. It's kind of natural that during that, like in the beginning phases, you're like, oh, well, I don't know if I'm going to go raw food or like, I don't know if I'm going to stay vegan or something like that. And it's like what I've noticed, and you correct me, let me know if you've seen the same with your clients, that they'll say that in the beginning, but it's kind of natural that once you finish the juice, and especially if you've done it for a long time, we know it's a process to, to like introduce food back in again, that your palate, palate. completely changes your appreciation for the taste of the food the quality of the food and what you're willing what your body is willing to Tolerate Mm -hmm. Totally changes that you you will naturally go into raw food after juicing for an extended period of time Because you would put your body into shock if you didn't do that I mean obviously like it matters like the step down getting back into just eating and digesting fibrous food again um but A lot of people are nervous about, like you were talking about, like with the preparation of starting to prepare the food. They're like, it takes longer whenever you're like, just like you're sharing. It really doesn't take longer to have this food. It's just, it's a matter of planning for it. So I I really love that you like delineated that. And then I also want to move into how people start to slip back into their like old ways of thinking that, well, wait, where am I going to get my protein at? Like, I need to go back to eating the way it was. And then that's what gives me the sign that's like, you actually have a lot, a lot like there's more cleansing and clearing that has to happen because you're you're still under this false illusion of what the matrix created and, and, and big pharma and big medicine and big ag and yeah. all this stuff has led us to believe. What it. I always
1: say is it's like if you're, we are all these like essentially very complicated houses. Our bodies are these houses that have been built. And so, when we are babies, if you're going from baby size, you know you multiply the most cells from ages zero to one, or even like in utero, not uh, you know from one cell to a trillion as a year old. Yeah. Permanent yeah. come together
0: creates a yeah. human being. So, so you're
1: multiplying as you multiply that exponentially between the ages of like nine months. To you know, uh, one year old is the fastest time your body is ever going to grow. That's when you're putting, you know, and then from one year to to say nine years, you're practically an adult size. Those are years where you are bringing in a lot of materials into the house. Materials are your proteins, your building blocks, your builders. So you're bringing a lot of proteins into your house um, to build everything during that time. So you might need the proteins then but as an adult do we need the same like do we need the same amount of protein would you still continue to bring in once your house is built would you still continue to bring in the same amount of materials no because you, you found it, it on, on your, your property, solid, right? or you'd have to get rid of it, and you get rid of it through your kidneys, and that's taxing on the kidneys because you just have to flush it out of your body some way. And a ba- breast milk has one percent protein; it's not a very high protein know. So we we really truly need way less protein than we think. And I've seen so many friends that are incredibly built on raw vegan. Look at Shane Sterling, you know. Um. Um. Raw. His name is not raw expansion. His name is Matt. Um. Anyway, they look look great. They're vegan. They're raw. They're low protein. Yeah. Um. Or fifteen percent maybe, which is low compared to everyone else who's like thirty percent. Um. Right. right. And so that's he might answer the protein question, and I just start diving into this like. Okay, does this make sense? And then, you know, we just logically talk through that. And then um, as far as, like, I know that you had something interesting to say about the juice feasting. Like, when you finish a juice feast, like, how do you go back? You know, you're like, well, it would take a lot of work to be raw. But energetically, you just also have this aha moment as you're flooding your body with not just enzymes and living foods, but these biophoton filled foods you're flooding your, your body with this you have this aha moment where you really don't want to start eating all of this like energetically heavy foods it just doesn't feel good you don't feel great you're dead. or dead yeah. and you stuff. just right. naturally will begin to eat lighter as you as you progressively eat lighter you progressively eat lighter it just it is what it is almost you just I've always seen people just go from more and more light foods as they clear out their body, as they clear out their energetics, they begin to eat lighter and just begin to not need such heavy, fried, dead, you know, you know foods. Yeah.
0: Well, they get the truth of what their essence of what our true design, our true nature, our species-specific diet can actually mm-hmm. really thrive. You know, yes, you can survive off of, you know, eating animal, like, you know, animal based protein and Mm -hmm. all this other stuff and a bunch of um, like grains and tons of cooked food and, you know, high all these fats, like you can, you can survive, but that's not thriving. You know, like our bodies were actually designed to at least like our physical human bodies were actually originally designed to actually go out to 120 years, 120 years. Now, that's, like, unheard of, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you see that with people that live mm. in the high Appalachias and, you know, that stay away from, like, societies and stuff like that because mm-hmm. they're not inundated with all the main stuff like we are. But I'm going to go off on a whole other tangent if I go there. But I want a 120-year plan. Like, yeah. and I want quality of life, though, the entire time because now people, like, they're, they're, like, even even in their 30s, like us, people, I mean, how many people do you know that are, like, breaking down mm. – in their 30s and i'm seeing it i see it in 20 year olds and then let alone all the all the anxieties and all the emotional taxes and let's just a whole nother level of stress on the body what it's doing to the brain and brain and the body and like it just goes back yeah so all that said uh it's just amazing what can happen when you start to clear your body and and how much more lightness you have on yourself how much more love and appreciation you have like it you can go into what I say, and I'm sure you've seen the same thing. you cannot consider yourself spiritual, take religion out of this, but like you can be like not believing in anything higher than the physical frame right and when you go like eat, and when you juice for sure, and then when or if you go raw food and you start consuming these high frequency foods, these energetics living live high biophotonic energy foods you'll you will become spiritual you will see the world in a different way right did you not would you say the same yeah you i would definitely experience?
1: see that common thread even with myself and with many friends who just start to think in this way that's like it's not religion you know many of them came from catholic backgrounds or protestant backgrounds or you know other other religious backgrounds and they would still be like yeah, I don't even go to church, but I feel more alive. I feel like a better person. I feel more spiritual. I feel connected more to God. Um, All these things, very common, um, very, very common thread throughout many, many people that I've talked to. Mm, Yeah.
0: Um, Would you mind sharing any of the the changes that that you noticed or like if you saw one thing one way mm-hmm. and like what were some of the shifts for you that for you me the first versus- one
1: was just the healing seeing that firsthand from being fully medicated on all these different things to not having to have any medications that whatsoever and sustaining that was really powerful so that was definitely the first major major um mm-hmm. thing and then would you mind sharing
0: what like some of those medications would be like, like for for instance, like the histamine, the skin histamine reactions you were having, where you put on like anti-inflammatories perhaps, or steroids, where you put on, put the, on like, steroids. put on steroids for
1: asthma, uh, corticosteroids, I believe they're called, well, pregnazone. I've been on, was on pregnazone. I was on, Advair was my latest one, which was, is a corticosteroid. And it's an, it's tested for six months. And then they tell you you have to take it for your whole life or else, you know, trying to get off of it. When I wasn't plant-based before I got and, you know, hospitalized just by trying to get off of it because, you know, your body really is under that much stress and that much inflammation. And yeah. um, all these different kinds of medications, I remember one called Singular, um, I remember
0: yeah like an allergy one for like yeah for allergies too i mean how many people suffer from allergies Mm -hmm. like rhinocitis the common cold and Mm -hmm. itchy watery eyes like conis or chronic diet like um indigestion Mm -hmm. or like heaviness in the in the chest like coughing like very productive coughs and flummy which i always think like dairy 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 right away but it's acids acid acids that are Mm -hmm. in the body trying to clear and your body's trying to cough it out. Your body's trying to leak it out, all the areas, even in your ears. Like, like I, I was a person, I suffered from regular ear infections um, until I started getting adjusted. So getting adjusted alone helped my nervous system yeah. and everything communicate properly that way. Um, but through the foods that you're eating, that was also contributing to my acidic load and the yeah. stress load on yeah. my body.
1: All kinds of different medications. I mean, I was medicated from 4 to 23, so 18 years of sickness there. Um, I don't even remember, but it was definitely three times a day. That's what I can tell you. Um, yeah.
0: Oh gosh, and you're not alone in that. There'd be so many other people, um, and, it, it, and it it was normal, right? You know, like, it, it was, like, just because it's common doesn't mean Dr. it's
1: truly normal, me,
0: right? You know,
1: you might grow out of your asthma, or you might have it for life, but we don't know what causes it, and there's nothing you can do. And then I just cut out dairy, and all of a sudden could breathe and I was like really that's what you told me like yeah I was, right, right. I, was I was like it's like so simple saying. and you didn't nobody told me and I've been seeing doctors for 18 years different doctors different hospitals different practices and none of you had any clue like I don't even have a lot of faith in you right now because if you couldn't even tell me I had a dairy allergy <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? They're like, oh, if you're not lactose intolerant, like that's just a you know, a whole nother thing. None of us are really we're the only mammal that drinks milk from another animal. Like it's just kind of weird yeah, if you think about it important. that way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so dairy and even eggs are a huge inflammatory thing in people's bodies and they have no idea. But if you the best medium and I this is how I explain it to people, but Eggs are the perfect medium to put in a Petri dish to multiply viruses and bacteria as quickly as possible. That's what they use in labs across the world, egg mediums. So the egg whites, even the yolks, you know, you mix that up and you can multiply whatever viruses or pathogens or bacteria or fungus you want very quickly. So when you consume eggs, even if it's cooked, you're creating the medium in your body. You're creating a Petri dish in your body to multiply those things the fastest. But if you don't eat eggs and if you eat lots of fruits and vegetables, they've, they know putting fruits and vegetables isn't a great medium to grow those things. Or they would use that in their Petri dishes, but they don't. Because, eggs. you know, mold will grow on a strawberry, but after, like, two weeks, they kind of want it to grow right away, you know, if they're trying to create mold to study um penicillin all, all these different you know amazing fungi uh <laughs> they'll use right? an egg medium so that's what i tell people with eggs too extremely inflammatory and in your body if it's already riddled with viral loads eggs are gonna multiply that quickly
0: and they're high in sulfur yeah. right like like from what we learned with dr robert Morse's stuff which if you know any more to build on that, because that's a common thing. And some people I know, like mm-hmm. they've, they've gone the distance with like mm-hmm. juicing and, um, and, and then they, you know, then they've gone into raw and have had fun with making stuff. And then now they're introducing yeah. eggs back in, they're introducing animal meat. Back in. and I'm like, Oh my gosh, why are you doing this? Like you just set up like a, so much of a beautiful, haven for your body and so what would you have to say with eggs because eggs are one of those things like especially Mm -hmm. in the workout world or especially with like you know or if you're raising a family like for kids you're like they need to have their eggs they got to get their fat and their protein right because eggs are like you know the 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 amount it's like the easiest thing to do and then in some worlds like the keto world it's like get the raw eggs you know that's a ooh, that's a whole nother and it sounds disgusting to me now but i used to be a big egghead because I was keto before, so I get it. But I want to hear it from somebody else that's been, yeah. you know, been doing this longer and just you know, eggs uh,
1: Eggs have never made sense to me as far as reintroducing them as a good protein source. And I always look at the balance between what are the calories per gram of what something is made up of. We always think call eggs a protein, but eggs are actually have more calories of fat in them than they do of protein eggs are a fat like you know why do we call
0: yeah.
1: avocado oil a fat but we call steak a protein steak actually has a very high percentage of fat in fact it might have more calories from fat than you are getting from protein because protein is a pretty low calorie it's four gram four calories per gram mm-hmm. than fat is nine calories more than double calories per gram so oftentimes these like things that we consider proteins are actually should be considered a fat cat in the fat category, but they've been rebranded and they're not <laughs> they're not like great sources. Eggs aren't a great source of protein. They actually have lower protein than they do fat. So if you're trying to get a lot of fat in, sure eat a lot of eggs. But if you want to grow a lot of viral loads and a lot of bacterial inflammation.
0: and get like sulfur rings around the area region right which that was a big thing like because i was like i have hazel eyes which you know we're gonna get a little bit into lymphatic iridology right here like we know like true is like a true blue or a true brown right and i have hazel eyes which i'm like oh yeah my beautiful hazel eyes and then i got this really cool like like kind of oranginess around my pupil and i'm like no wonder the soul of my baby told me you need to freaking like go on a juice fast and cleanse and clear your body because right. I needed to clear out the sulfur, which eggs, oh, that and then, and then, but like cruciferous vegetables mm-hmm. are high in sulfur too, as too. So as much
1: about the sulfur? About that? It sounds like you know a lot more than me.
0: Oh, okay. I'm kind of like on a kick with it because well, looking at my eyes, I'm like, oh, I want to clear out the sulfur and stuff. So, yeah. We'll just we'll just but leave it. But it can be released really,
1: like, from really your body. Uh, I do know that I've seen I've seen and heard of so many stories where people have the craziest orange substances that just come out of their body in some sort of mucus form. Um, you know, someone a past um, a past friend of mine had uh, was on day eighty of a grape a black grape juice fast and his bowel movement was orange or basically like like yellow orange what their bowel that? movement on what day 80 say? versus like day 79 and day 81 it was like well they've just been eating black grapes what What was that you know um oh stuff. You know, I do know that as you clean out your body, your cells will open up and dump old cellular waste in and it will move out of those pathways, your colon, it will dump into your colon, it will dump into your kidneys, it'll dump into your nostrils, it'll come out your ears, it'll come out in whatever the fastest way if there's any mucus channels, your lymphatic system knows how to get rid of it. And, you know, you start opening those up and your body will get rid of what you need at the right times. Um, so I just <laughs> say, you
0: know, I'm smiling. You're, like, you're probably thinking you're like, yeah, I know you're, you're thinking of clients. You might be thinking about yourself and you're like, Oh my God. Like the body is amazing at how much it can just, just hold just on, give on
1: to. The right, <laughs> right? If you just give it the right tools, you know, just like if you're clearing out a house, that's full of somebody's old junk. You know, if you just, pull up an empty pickup in front of it and say, load her up, you know, your body will load it up. And then if you carry that away and come back the next day with another empty one, the body will load it up again. And then you carry that away. So you want to keep your colon, you know, full. even just things like fiber and things like that, eating whole fruits, you know, fiber filled fuel foods like fruits and vegetables are cleansing to the colon. So that will help move one day's waste out to bring on room for the next day and all of those sort of things
0: and that's the conversation around poop where like every meal you have you should be pooping (laughs) and how many people are not you know they're not going and they're like oh i go regularly once a day you're like well how many times do you eat a day The day day before and a month ago, and everything
1: else, right? So, like, we're we're backed up. We're full of it. (laughs) Yeah, definitely keeping a high fiber diet, unless you're juicing Um, fiber, low fat diets are extremely helpful in helping people become not constipated and just have proper bowel movements. And even the most simple tips I've given to people that I haven't necessarily coached, but they've just been like, hey, my mom she has a bowel movement like every three days what do you recommend and i'll say like set up animal products and do a smoothie in the mornings and drink like do lemon water and then have maybe celery juice in a smoothie and they'll like simple 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 things and you'll be like pooping every day wow. i call it, i call it my you know yeah. or, or my one friend went from having one poop a day to having two and so she calls it her luxury poop is your second poop today <laughs> you're like well,
0: the just these going.
1: simple things but people don't aren't educated by our medical system to, to teach them that these things are so simple to get that movement in there
0: cascara sagrada is a great um you can go to a whole food store or anything get some cascara sagrada you can take that too because you Especially mm-hmm. if you're if you're doing like a juice yeah. feast or anytime, like you need to be pooping. So you can take that to help and take it as much to get you pooping. But got to make sure we're putting good quality mm-hmm. stuff in the tank, you know, and not just mm-hmm. continuing to feed the horrible right. stuff in at the same time. Um, so, gosh, we can go, We can talk a whole time <laughs> talking about just like pooping and yeah, know, bowel movements and everything. So the the shifts that we'll just we'll just take a shift off of that right there. So, um, where, where where are you at right now? So like you've, you've been, you you continue to create all these beautiful, mostly raw foods, but
1: like definitely Mm -hmm. vegan, plant-based. Gluten-free. So even if I've traveled or even if I eat a little bit more cooked food, like now I still eat sweet potatoes, lentils, some rice, white potatoes, um, pastas made for from those things so like lentil or rice pasta sweet potato pasta you know noodles I'll eat some of those things um and but I keep it clean you know just I've kept it and even if I've traveled to other countries it's like okay I might be eating a lot more cooked food but I'm going to keep it whole foods plant-based and just those techniques have kept my health in check from versus if I were to try and go back to eating junk food vegan, you know, my health would definitely um just go back. It's, I, I teeter you would know on it. the brink of like I do have to care for how I eat or else if I just was like, oh I'll just eat I can't I'm not the person that can just eat whatever they want. I never mm-hmm. have been. Um, right. So I make sure that I just keep it Simple, whole foods, plant-based, even if I'm traveling, I just, you know, I might loosen up my parameters to be more or less cooked, but as long as those parameters are there predominantly gluten-free, unless it's like ancient grains, like I went to Egypt and I ate their bread, felt awesome. Guess what? Ancient grains aren't the wheat that we have in America that's messing everybody up, so they don't do the same things in your body you can eat them and feel fine because it's not creating this like crazy. It's not, it's not like completely, it's not like, not that weed is genetically modified, but it's hybridized so much that it's not even a substance that our body recognizes. So anyway, that's not a topic, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I know. I'm like, yeah. yep, I hear you. Cause I mean, yeah, when you go there, but the thing is too, you gave your mm-hmm. body enough of a rest to also know when do you hit your like when do you hit the tighter limit? Like yeah. when are you hitting the yeah. upper limit there? Right? And then you know how to reset because you're like, oh wait, because it like you're like, okay, I can go out, I can live life, because we're not saying like do this forever, you're a horrible person if you're not. No, 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 no. But like mm-hmm. truly give your body a rest and enough time to know what it feels like to truly feel mm-hmm. and function amazingly. So you can go out and have fun and live life. And guess what? Then you know how to reset, right? Like I always like using like juicing. Like I do like a one to couple day juice reset if I feel like I need to dump out all the water and dump out, you know, and then it even cleanses deeper because I've done the distance mm-hmm. in the beginning, right? So it's probably the same for you because when I travel, like, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for, like, I'm looking for all the vegan hot spots around there. If I can get more mm-hmm. raw, awesome, but it's not usually as as heavily. But I, I love p- other people preparing food for me, as long as it's in my parameters of being dairy-free and gluten-free and, yeah. you know, and no no meat, right? Or in this case, you know. so set your parameters and fully like Mm -hmm. trust yourself and what you know feels good for you don't beat yourself up if you like you know go over your tighter but then know how to go back to it don't just continue down that exactly
1: so i still make um all of my recipe books will always be fully raw and they might have a little bit more fat in them or a little less fat and my next one's really exciting it's going to be all about um event hosting and how to host in style weddings ring. Um, oh. So just different themes that I feel like haven't been covered in the raw vegan world, like different books that there's like party favor books and stuff like that. But really like, what about like a whole menu? What about an 11 course meal? What about, you know, when you're, when you're hosting for, and you want it to be stylish and beautiful and amazing. What about, you know, what's your shopping list going to look like? what, if,
0: Your daughter's first birthday party, like I did for mine, I'm like, okay, what can I do so that way I don't have to do, like, the horrible processed sugar, glutinous, you know, cake face, you know, because, you know, you have your one-year-old put the cake all over their face. I did, like, a nut ball, like, a nut base, and I put, like, strawberries and blueberries on it, and it was beautiful, and it tasted amazing, so I, like, love that you do that, because it's, like, that does matter like i wanted to like show like this can be done and i can share it with other people and i don't have to like bend and buy stupid it, stuff that i wouldn't typically want yeah to eat, just you know what I
1: mean? ways to show off to people that are not vegan to people who are not plant-based how this lifestyle can be normal how this lifestyle can be tasty and delicious mm-hmm. and healthy and beautiful,
0: beautiful yeah right?
1: so that's um so that's my next book that I'll be making and then um I host I mean make- you have a brunch
0: one though. I think I was listening to one of your old ones and I'm like I used to be a huge brunch fan but since like shifting things I'm like smoothies and stuff but if I knew about a crepe or whatever egg thing that you had I haven't looked at the recipe book but I'm like, oh my god has- omelet like-
1: yeah so these amazing things that people miss. It's like my whole life theme really uh, since probably 10 years now has been like have your cake and eat it too. Like you don't have to choose like, oh, I'm going to be healthy. So I'm going to eat bland food for the rest of my life. (laughs) Like what? my food is the most flavorful it's ever been, you know, and like just learning spice combos and different flavor profiles and all these amazing like salt sugar fat acid or the four flavor uh well there's different different styles of thinking some people add in um bitter and things like that but there's four like areas on your tongue that if you make sure all of those variations are in the food your mouth will light up and you'll be like that tastes good um so just like, like hitting all those aspects it, it, whether that's a raw food or or if you're a chef, like. You know, these are techniques that, like, literally chefs use all over the world. It's what you learn in schools. And so, like, if you just apply that to plant-based healthy foods, you're going to get the same results and people are going to love your food. It's very simple, but people don't know that. Um, So, yeah, just incorporating recipes with all the different flavor profiles in them and showing people that these foods can be super tasty, like brunch. You can have brunch. You can have winter foods. You can have soups. You can have stews. You can have, like, everything vegan. Everything can be made raw vegan. Everything can be made vegan. You don't have to limit yourself. It might take a creative mind. I have a friend, Daniel. I think his name is Daniel McKinnon on Instagram. He's making crazy, like, turkeys and corn dogs and hot dogs. Oh, my God gosh i have not <laughs> seen that rumbling. i seen
0: like turkey and like, Thanksgiving yeah, living, and instead of thanksgiving yeah, i have that recipe book did. which i wasn't able to make the stuffing taste very good i don't know if it's just because i don't like yeah cauliflower well or what it is, in so, my but,
1: book you know, i made like a raw vegan bread so you can make <laughs> like a cracker bread kind of thing and then i just cut that up into little squares and then i added like a nice broth mixed into that with the stuffing flavors so common flavors are like sage and Italian and um, all these different. Mark. Yeah, Something um, like that. and so yeah. I just did that on like a raw vegan bread. So I just kind of it into like crouton squares. Mm-hmm. You can dehydrate them till crispy and then add the broth or whatever. But I mixed it up and you get the same like ooh this tastes like stuffing, because of the like chewiness mm-hmm. of the bread and also just the flavors of stuffing. Like you got to make sure that your flavors are right or else you're that's not
0: stuffing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, and I love it because yeah. you've got the palette yeah. for it too. So if you were to paint a day of what it looks like with you creating all these mm-hmm. beautiful like, meals, what does that look like? You want, like what's the day look like usually people are asking you like what does the day look like of what i'm eating in a day i want to know more of, like the strategy well of your day um is what when i, I was
1: making those ebooks i mean i typically would not eat that way it's like i'm not eating like breakfast lunch and dinner these like heavy gourmet meals like um, my day is fairly simple it's always smoothies in the morning and then it's typically like leftovers for lunch and then dinner's Usually something like cooked plant-based, um, but whether that's potatoes. And it's always usually, like, I usually typically now always serve it over a bed of greens. So I'm still getting greens into every single mm-hmm. meal. And it's, incre- like, not only that, it's increasing the volume, it's increasing the fiber, it's increasing, like, just the, fi- the, the, um... yeah getting yeah. photonic
0: like food sure. like the greens so just having greens you're getting all the magnesiums yeah. the calciums the all the the minerals that we get worried about like not having enough of and and i do believe in supplementation where it's appropriate mm-hmm. because like our mineral and soils are depleted mm-hmm. so they're just not as dense so like i really like the uh barley wheatgrass juice powder like daily greens mm-hmm. i really like adding that into the yeah. so you can make sure you're getting yeah. mineral, mineral stuff um and, and i'm just thinking like Calcium particularly, um, because that's another thing that when people go vegan, they're like, oh, my gosh, like you're de- like people's teeth are falling out. It's like, okay, well, there's there's a, they're depleting themselves. Of a, they're releasing a lot of the acidity, and then the, the structure and components that made up their teeth are not as strong anymore, so it mm-hmm. is important to continue to remineralize. Um, so I don't know if you have anything to add with that yeah. in relation to, like, calcium I am and teem and stuff
1: like that. I am... A huge proponent of supplementing and um, cleaning out your liver because we hold extra supplements in our liver, but we have to clean out our liver for it to be a storehouse that can hold on to these things. Like, if you only give yourself a teeny tiny space in your cabinet, you're not going to have room to like stockpile this. So, you got to do a big, like, deep clean cleaning out your liver cleaning out your body, cleaning out your storage, then you can hold the glycogen that you need. Then you can hold the B12 that you need for a a rainy day. Then you can hold the, you know, the calcium and all these amazing things that the liver holds. So um, I always recommend, like, make sure you're doing that. But also supplementing is great. Uh, I'm a fan of people supplementing iodine. I'm a fan of people taking the barley grass juice powder um, I do dulce. I have all kinds of different supplements. Um, herbs, I don't consider supplements. I think those are just like organ enhancers. So I'm a big fan of people learning mm. what organs are weak in their bodies and then strengthening those organs. So if you have a weak parathyroid, you know, get, get on some herbs. It'll strengthen that up. And Connect it to you right.
0: with parathyroid, right? yeah everything yeah so
1: those are things that i find very important and um other supplements that i think of like i would say just large amounts of greens for your calcium magnesium i mean there's one that people don't get a lot of zinc i recommend people taking a zinc supplement and
0: liquid based or have you know mm -hmm, yeah like a liquid typically
1: like a liquid zinc B12, supplement B12. Um, if you're not getting sunlight, supplement D3. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. You need that to absorb the calcium. You need if magnesium. All from, like, they all work together. Yeah. Magnesium, calcium, phosphorus. Like, all that works together. If you can't, don't have the luxury of being in Florida and being in the wonderful sun. Yeah, you got to
1: take, you know, if I had supplemented, I might have been in way better moods all the time. If I had just been like, oh, I need D vitamin D. Um, because I'm, it's cloudy here all the time. I'm literally not getting it. So I recommend definitely supplementing D vitamins if you're in um, a northern state or if, you're, if it's cloudy all the time and other supplements that I would recommend. Those are probably like across the board. I would say like you're going to do great supplementing with these things. And then each other ones just depends on what people are going through at the time. Different, like, circumstances, different right. health stages, whether or not they want to have a baby, um, what they're healing, where they're at, you know, all of those, those things.
0: What's, What's the stress level, level? like, yeah. there's so many variables to play, so it's, understanding the different types of stressors like not just mental, like yeah. people around you or but what you're doing and micro traumas physical stressors there's so many different like thoughts we call them the three t's in chiropractic yeah. thoughts toxins and traumas right um but yeah i'm glad that you were sharing all that because those are just some other other tidbits and you know i want to honor our times yeah. i know had, we can go on so maybe we'll have to do this again some other time because we've got so much jam-packed information in there but i really wanted you know, some of our like listeners on my side to really yeah. think, you know, like, what was your journey? Um, I didn't even finalize. I'm assuming, like, when you went junk food vegan, and then you noticed you started gaining weight, but you mm-hmm. started losing the weight when mm-hmm. you went more mm-hmm. raw food, like high photonic energy food, right? Great. Not the 30 pounds came stuff, off in three right? months. And, and it was healthy weight loss too, and sustainable weight loss. And that's the biggest thing is like, we want to create it as a lifestyle. It's not just the diet. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a way, it's a lifestyle change. It's a way of being Mm -hmm. a way of like internalizing and, and then healing along the way. And the healing doesn't just, it it didn't stop in Mm -hmm. three months. You still continue healing. Like healing is an ongoing journey, right? Yeah. Oh, I love it. there any like final things that you want to share with anybody before we close up we do know that you've got another ebook along the way so Mm -hmm. keep an eye out on it yeah
1: that one should launch in may so it will be released soon
0: oh okay anything else you'd like to share Um, things to look forward to i'm
1: just really i'm um i'm i will continue to be like i'm deciding my page is predominantly going to be just like recipe focused um recipes that aren't in my ebooks recipes that are in my ebooks um, that's really what is making me come alive right now like what you said with the human design so um that is my focus i'll kind of not veer as much on like different i don't know healing tips or things but just sharing easy recipes with people in the kitchen um, so that is the direction that it's going. So that's really exciting for me to kind of feel like I finally have like a move like a a niche, you know, a theme to my page. Um so that and then the ebooks. Ah. That's where I'm at
0: and then do uh, me. Is it only for local people that clearly you can prepare food for them? Typically, except that
1: um, I have frequently hosted, um, like, weekend retreats with people that want to take a whole weekend and learn how to reset their life and heal and all of those things. And I have them come down, and they stay a weekend with me, and they work with me in the kitchen. So I've had several people travel from different parts of Florida. I had someone fly in from New Jersey to take a class with me. Someone would fly in from Pennsylvania. So um, that is also something that I've been, I love doing. It's when people come and visit me in person and just spend time with me in the kitchen. Um, but predominantly, yes. I don't ship anything. People can find my ebooks online. And I teach them, like, even my cheesecakes. I have a whole course on that. People, it's 40% off. People can take, like, literally, like, this skill that I have is, like, so learnable by anybody in the world. It's not, like, special. <laughs>
0: um <laughs> but there's something special when someone else is preparing it right exactly. really is.
1: if i ever did find a way to get those cheesecakes to ship nationwide i totally would it's just that the amount of like having to think of something having to stay frozen while it's shipped across the nation is like oh my gosh and i can't figure that out yet but one day
0: we just got to figure out how to do it. And, and I just see a future of us yeah. connecting in some like retreats. Yes. I would love to bring you on to be part of the, like a healing retreat. And then we have someone like you who's also yeah. like creating these beautiful, mm, delightful foods along the entire way. So I'm thinking yeah. I might want to be reaching really? out a little after this to see what, what, what kind yes. of come up together too.
1: Yes. 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 Really?
0: Oh. Well, thank you so much for like joining and taking time out of your day to be able to do this. I mean, I know people are, without a doubt or just like their minds are probably spinning from all the different topics you're hitting and then realizing like how delicious and yummy it is. And for those that aren't following her on Instagram, follow her on Instagram. Like you will, you'll just be like totally floored at the, like, like I'm literally starting to salivate just thinking about some of the pictures that you have on your, on your yeah. page, looking at it. Um, and so just thank you for the work that you do thank you for sharing it thank you thank you for like making it like so reachable and that's the other thing too the ebooks they're not expensive you can drop just a little bit of money on doing it my gosh come on and then just give your butt in the kitchen get the ingredients and start doing this and making it making it not just palatable but making it nourishing and a part of your lifestyle yes. and see how it can be so yes
1: absolutely thank you thank you so much for having me this was so enjoyable i know we have So many similarities with chiropractic background and um, Dr. Morse and Raw. It's like a lot of connections. So I'm so glad that we finally got to do this. Me
0: too. And maybe I'll come visit and then maybe we can meet up in person
1: next time. I can do that. (laughs) Next time you're in the area. I will. I
0: will. Well, you have a beautiful rest of your day. Everybody else have a wonderful rest yeah. of your day, morning, evening, whatever it might be. And then yeah. next time. Thanks everyone thanks for, for joining. So this was you. nice to have you on.